1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On a huge night of Premiership action Giovanni Van Bronckhorst needs a result At home to Hearts as the pressure mounts Celtic look to keep piling that pressure on At the top when they head to Motherwell St Mirren, St Johnston, and Dundee United Colmarnock make up the Wednesday card After big wins for Livingston And Ross County last night I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Cammy Bell And Marvin Bartley Yes, yes, fine We'll get to Livingston's result a bit later on But tonight's a huge night in store, isn't
2: it? Yeah, it's amazing. Massive, massive games. You know, you mentioned obviously the two teams at the top, but also for Dundee United. You know, with Ross County getting the win yesterday away at Hibs, it's a huge game for them. Um, one they need to go in and, and for me to win, uh, to close that gap. But yeah, looking forward to a really good uh, fixture card today.
1: There's a fair bit at stake tonight,
3: Cammie. Yeah, massive, massive night for Rangers. Same. Um, Gio's been under pressure As everyone knows And he needs the three points He needs to win Tonight and Saturday And again For me There's still question marks If he's a guy Takes them forward Come on then 01419511025
1: I love these big nights Because it means That lots of you Are out in the cars Or on the buses And trains And whatever else Heading to the game And why not pick up the phone Let us know how you're feeling I think particularly After the Monday and Tuesday We've had on this show Rangers fans I'm looking at you Going along to Ibrox tonight What are you expecting Who are you hoping to see play Does a win tonight Get Giovanni van Bronckhorst out the firing line Does it just prolong things How do you see Tonight What, what impact does tonight have and, and my goodness If it were to be further dropped points What sort of ramifications uh, would follow Let us know 01419511025 If you're heading along to Ibrooks Or settling down uh, to watch it Then please do give us a call right now Celtic fans Nice wee trip uh, To lovely Footballing venue at Fir Park for you. <laughs> uh, you You enjoyed it there in the Cup not too long ago uh, Any problems there tonight? Is it just a case of keeping that winning run going? Pick up the phone please and let us know And any of those other games 01419511025 There's actually a lot to get through tonight There's a Scotland squad There's no Celtic players in it Because they've not been uh, released uh, And I'm sure we'll find some other stuff out there as well So come on, pick up that phone And let us know how you're feeling to set the scene. Let's go to Ibrox whilst you get your calls in. Andrew McLean.
4: Yeah, well, we say it before every Rangers game at the moment, but this is another massive 90 minutes for them and for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. We've heard it on the phones, we've seen it on social media, we've heard it in the stands, and Giovanni Van Bronckhorst said yesterday that he is very well aware of it himself. There's a significant portion of this Rangers support who feel it's time for change at the football club. Results haven't been good enough, performances haven't been good enough. They've now dropped seven points behind Celtic. Many think it's time for him to go, but crucially, at the moment, the board don't know discussions have been held about his future, no ultimatums have been set, but you've got to wonder if that changes if Rangers don't pick up maximum points tonight. Sunday's loss to St Johnson was a tipping point for many, but Van Bronckhorst says he's confident he can turn things around. The board are giving him the opportunity to try for now, but nothing less than three points will be good enough for the 50,000 inside Ibrox tonight you wonder what the reaction will be like in here too will there be a vocal element making their feelings known or will they try and get behind the team who they're really not convinced by at the moment. And Hearts. Well, they'll surely try and take advantage of any animosity. In the crowd tonight too. And a win for them. Would move them up to third. Just six points. Behind Rangers as well. Some early team news. No fashion Sakala for Rangers tonight. He's injured. Ryan Jack. Not expected to return. Until the weekend either. And Hearts midfielder Or George Grant unavailable. After losing his red card appeal yesterday. I'll give you the full team news when I get it.
1: And until that point Rangers fans. You can suggest it. If you need something. Do you need radical change? Do you need something to try and. Light a spark, try and provide that kickstart Then who should play tonight and who shouldn't Pick up the phone and let us know And like we said, if you're heading along tonight Or you're settling down on the couch What are you thinking? How how, how big a night is this? What does tonight mean? Does a win tonight just buy the manager more time? Do you see it heading in one inevitably bad direction for him? Or actually, can this be the start of something? Can this be the start of the turnaround? Do you have a bit of faith Uh, In the next few weeks 01419511025 Let's hear from you please Um, Equally big game at the top Maybe not with the same type of pressure If you like but league leaders going to Motherwell Gabriel is there
5: for us Yes, the defending champions arrive at Fir Park in a really strong position. They are seven points clear at the top of the table with just over a third of the league season gone. They've won their last seven domestic matches and Ange Postacoglu says his team must finish with two strong victories before breaking up for the World Cup they'll be quietly hopeful of extending their lead at the top before then. Now the Australian will make a few changes here his team selection will be interesting as always. Uh, James McCarthy is the only fresh injury concern for the hoops. Apostologlou said yesterday that World Cup participation will not come into his thinking that means no one will be rested, no one has been selected of course. Uh, Josip Uranovic is the latest to be chosen by his national team. He's in the Cro- Croatia squad uh, Aaron Moy, and Meda have already been chosen as well. Cameron Carter We'll find out tonight if he's made the US team. That's at 10 o'clock. The Hoops have played Motherwell twice already. The season won both games. They ran out 4-0 winners here last month. They've got a brilliant record against the Well winning all of the last 14 meetings. The Steelmen have not won in this fixture for over seven years. What about Stevie Hamill's side then? They sit ninth in the table. They've had a poor run of results recently, losing five of their last six, despite often playing well and creating numerous chances for their forwards. Perhaps similarly to Celtic, you could say they have been guilty of being extremely wasteful in front of goal at times. I spoke to striker Louis Malt yesterday as well. He claims he's an improved player since his return And he said that Motherwell fans have been sending him his previous goals against Celtic all week, making him hungry to replicate it tonight. He did score for the first time since he returned in the summer in Sunday's loss to Hearts. But he's yet to start the game. Could this be the perfect opportunity? I'll bring you team news when it comes in about 20 minutes time.
1: Come on then, 01419511025. Your thoughts on that one as well? I don't think even the... The biggest Celtic fans out there Cammie would argue that there's a a Different type of focus on Ibrox tonight Quite clearly because of the previous Results, the league table and all the Speculation about the manager
3: Yeah absolutely and again um, Celtic fans Will be looking at that knowing the pressure that is On Rangers tonight and it's a difficult game as well Hearts are a good team um, So they'll be going to Ibrox knowing that If they can put a good performance in They can take away points Especially the performances that Rangers have been producing Lately haven't been great Um, So yeah So Celtic will be Focusing on their game Knowing that they can take Full advantage If Rangers were to drop Anything tonight And for me If they do drop anything tonight It's a long long way back
1: Absolutely Well Rangers fans Why not come on down And let us know how you feel If you're heading along Always like to share that Pre-match build up with you Makes us feel part of it you see Because we're stuck in here And you've gone to the game So it makes us feel part of it Uh, Let us know what you're thinking Ahead of tonight What's the main aim Uh, Is a victory enough to keep the pressure off Giovanni van Bronckhorst for now Ross wants to talk about that Celtic game to Motherwell first though uh, Ross how are you feeling about tonight confident I would imagine?
6: Yeah hi guys hope you're we, hope we, hope we all well um, no I'm looking forward to the game tonight um, I think the Celtic are in a really right good place just now um, and I think all um, compliments need to go to Ange but um, to the players as well um, Saturday um, obviously when that Dundee United goal goes in you, you think here we go two points dropped and then from nowhere Celtic managed to score two goals So I think right now there's a There's certainly a belief in these players That Ange is the man for for us And I just think all credit needs to go to everybody Not just Ange, not just the players But just even the fans as well I think with the fact that the fans still stay with the players When we go level two each on Saturday A lot of supporters probably were thinking Here we go, it's two points dropped But we stuck with the players And they managed to dig out a result So I think all credit goes to everybody
1: Yeah, I mean Marvin, I don't know if uh, you, you played them a couple of weeks ago. Of course, when you see what happens against St. John'son, see what happens against Dundee United. If you're a so-called smaller team, does that give you a bit of faith that you can get close, or does it worry you because you know that even if you do, they'll <laughs> turn around and win anyway? Yes, it's just a massive worry. Listen, you need
2: you need a lot, a lot of luck when you play against Celtic, especially kind of in the fashion they're going about their business at this moment in time, as Ross has just said there. Um, and like you said, you know the fans do stick with the players because there is a belief now at that football club that you know, we can score, you know, 91st, 92nd minute. And just said this, you know, was it something along the lines of the, you know, we won't stop, the team won't stop. And they're proving that now. And it was strange because I was watching the game. Um, and even when it went to 2-2, I-, I knew it wasn't I knew it wasn't game over. You know, I knew that Celtic were going to have one big chance. And, you know, they managed to create two massive chances. But at this moment in time, if you're a Celtic fan, you have to be delighted because, as Ross said now, everything's going in the right direction. It's a fantastic club to be watching at this moment in time.
1: Yeah, Kami, I don't, for a second, think Ange Postacoglu is paying much attention to other clubs. But obviously, look, this is Glasgow, and it all does go hand in hand. The only way that the Rangers picture remains as negative as it's been this week is if Celtic keep winning. Celtic start dropping points as well, and there's only a couple of points in it. Then, you know, obviously, you can you can make a positive case that, that things change. But at the moment. And They don't look like necessarily slipping up Which might seem strange given that they were a couple of minutes away From doing so at the weekend
3: Yeah, and it's in Celec's hands at the moment And Ange knows that um, He'll be drumming that into the players And they all know that, they know their job Whoever they're playing is to get three points and move on um, Again at the weekend They're just a sheer determination To continue going right to the final whistle um, And it's, it reeks rewards Because they get the late goals And they've done that before, they've proven that they can do that Um, I don't think the panic either when it goes to each I watch their players, I watch obviously Ange He doesn't panic, he knows as Marv said, probably going to create another good opportunity, Um, and they weren't at their best, but they still got the three points and that's been the difference so far this season, that Celtic have had dips, but they're still winning games
1: Ross, the thing I always love about big game nights Is we can get a good old debate about who should play And who shouldn't and all that stuff I wonder if such a thing even exists at Celtic anymore Though Right now Does, does anyone care too much About which of the attacking players Gets picked?
6: No, I think obviously in terms of Celtic situation um, We've proven it with Jackie Marcus and Kyogo But I'm still a big Jackie Marcus fan And I, I still think he's For me, he's our best striker um, so for me, he's got to play tonight um, But also in terms of the point you were saying there, Gordon About, um, I think it was Monday night show That there was a few Rangers fans on saying that the league's done and stuff I don't believe that for a second I know seven points is a gap But it's been proven before that Celtic came back I, I believe, I think, when, when Ange took over Celtic came back from, from, a, from, a, from a, I think it was eight points over behind So it can be done and there's still three games against Rangers to come. So who's to say that Celtic don't drop points at Ibrox so they don't drop points before now? So for me, a league's never done in November. It's still a long way to go. And Marvin done last night, a good, a good, a good result for you last oh, night. So no, I mean, no, 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 Ross, i Yes, off. Ross, we'll I knew
1: get, I liked you, Ross. Get, we'll get Cheers,
2: mate. Him. No, don't cut him off yet. We'll Cheers, to
1: to Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you, for whatever reason, you can tell me whether it is Actually, you know, whether it's because of the performance levels, the evidence, or whether it's just a perception, whether it's something that just grows, a narrative or whatever people like to throw around, does it feel like more than seven points?
2: I think so. And, and the reason it feels like that, especially for the fans, you know, the players, you'll be looking at and saying it's only seven points. But I think fans, it's performances. You know, you're talking about Rangers and their game today. It's not just about winning for them. It's about the performance that they put in. And Rangers haven't been performing at a level consistently this season that's been good enough, regardless of it being 7 points or 12 points or whatever else. Celtic are going in one direction for me performance-wise and Rangers are going in the other. And that's why it does feel like more than 7 points at this moment in time.
3: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Performances are big... And, and tonight, is a, as Marv touched on there, it's, it's, it's first and foremostly about the 3 points for Rangers. But performance needs to be there as well because Gio's not produced enough good performances from his team this season and that has been... Probably the fans' biggest worry going forward.
1: Um, I suppose Ross, we're looking at this World Cup round the corner, and you sort of think Juranovic was named in the Croatia squad. You know, dies in Maeda will go away. Aaron Moy will go away. Uh, Incidentally, the Scotland players will not go to the friendly in Turkey. They will. uh, They'll stay with Celtic and head to Sydney. Presumably, do you have any thoughts on that?
6: I just think it's came at a bad time, Gordon. I think right now a break is the last thing Celtic need. Um, I think in terms of the momentum and stuff, I'm, I'm all for obviously a break. Um, but I just think our momentum right now is just we want to just keep playing and keep winning. And I just uh, I worry that this break is going to come and then after the break we might start to decline again. I'm, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but that's my worry that this breaks came far too soon for Celtic.
3: I would disagree though Because I, I think um, Ross you, The manager you've got In Ange Postacoglu Is is so He looks at every single detail And for me I think Celtic Will come back Hit the ground running And they've got a big enough squad To deal with any injuries That do happen um, During the World Cup or, or, or when they're away Playing friendlies in Sydney um, I think Celtic Will hit the ground running Listen the question marks are Over Rangers Rangers have had breaks In the past Not as long as this one But smaller breaks And they've came back and they've not hit the ground running. They've really, really struggled to get up and going. And that's when they've lost the league um, previously. So, for me as a Celtic fan, if I if I was a Celtic fan, I'd be confident in the manager that the user I've got. Um, but as a Rangers fan, I'm I'm concerned about the break as well because this previously what has happened is we've came back and we've not hit the ground running, and then the league's been out of sight for us.
1: I was just looking at the last fourteen games Celtic have played, Marvin. Um, they have only kept two clean sheets in that time, one against Motherwell,
5: and you, and you know the other one. So I think, yeah. Why are you looking at
2: that? Why is that important? We're talking
5: I, about them going uh, forward, ju- not the uh, defenders. Yeah, I was, I was just curious. I'm just thinking you know, that
1: you, you may be able to score against them, but they tend to just, well, score more at the yeah, other end at the moment. Exactly. I'm not worried
2: about the amount of goals that the other team score, the opponent score. They know they can score more than you and that what a great feeling that is to have you know you look at the players they have on the bench you're talking about the attacking players that could start tonight and that won't start tonight coming off the bench I think Abada came off the bench Kyogo as well at the weekend like they're so strong going forward and Ange isn't about sitting behind the ball and defending you know he's about scoring as many goals as he can at the other end and if they can see two along the way who cares I think he said uh, last week or the week before I'm not too interested in clean sheets. You know, they don't really impress me that much. So let's not talk about the one they got against
1: Livingston. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's hear a bit from Ansh Postacoglu ahead of this one, this trip to Fir Park. We take our chances. We, we make the game uncomfortable comfortable. I think
7: that's um, what we've got to try and do. Again, you know, buy our football and you know, try and, go and get our fair chances and, and take. You know, you know, we've found that machine. You we know, have very able to stop, it, you know. You know, sometimes, as many times as you, we've done games, we
1: haven't sort of converted into goals, which are our second position to in the game. Right, thank you to Rosso, 1419511025. Team news won't be that far away, I can't imagine. Rangers fans, this is a good time for you to call because we're going to get some travel and that means you could be up next. So come on, how are you feeling about the game tonight? How would you sum up where you're at in terms of pressure on the manager and that sort of thing? Does a win tonight start to turn things around? Or does it just delay The inevitable delay The pressure uh, Give us a call Let us know all your thoughts 01419511025 And we'll talk with you On that subject next
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: What a night it's going to be In the Scottish Premiership All eyes uh, Across four big matches Of course Rangers Hearts With an added a uh, bit of attention, given the week that it's been, so much negativity after the drop points, the defeat away to St Johnston. Uh, so Rangers fans, how are you feeling? Are You on your way to the game? Pick up the phone and let us know what you think tonight. Can you can you get yourself up for a game like this? How important is it? And what does a what does a win do for you? Does it does it have that positive turnaround effect? Does it just paper over the cracks? Uh, where are you in your Feelings towards the manager And the players And the overall picture Do let us know 01419511025 Where, where are we On this kami I mean So ha, I assume Technically Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Has survived the weekend And that he's He's here tonight Yep Does he survive more drop points Is that the stage it's at Or actually Do you look at The way Or the sort of Reading between the lines From the club this week And think that Is he getting to the World Cup Regardless
3: Um, No, I wouldn't say he's getting to the World Cup Regardless, if they don't take three points Tonight, I I would expect There to be an announcement, to be honest Because um, it's a huge Game for you can't underestimate how big a game It is for Rangers tonight, they need to Win this, they need to keep that Gap to seven points at least Um going into the break, but again, for me I, I think it was said before that the board haven't had discussions, I think the board have to have had discussions between themselves to say, is this guy the manager, Giovanni Van Broncos, the guy that takes us forward? Um, because that's the big question for me, Rangers should be looking at this, short term and long term, but is, is Giovanni the guy that takes the club forward, makes them better and takes them to the place that fans want them to be, which is winning trophies and, and doing better in Europe? it like
1: one-way traffic for certain fans on this for a number of weeks, Marvin. First of all, it was actually... Some people were in this mindset because the performances weren't good enough. Forget the results, the performances weren't good enough. Then you and your Livy team rocked up at Ibrox and started adding bad results into the mix. Then those bad results got worse at McDermott Park. But he did speak yesterday, as Cami says. He's not spoke to the board. How do you see this playing out? I think the that all clubs in the Premier League um, will be
2: reviewing things, whether you've had a good season or a bad season or an indifferent season um, come the World Cup. And I think, you know, I slightly disagree with cami I think you will be given until that break. Um, I think it's very difficult regardless of what happens tonight. If you get rid of your manager of a game on Saturday, um, normally when you get rid of your manager, you get rid of all the backroom staff as well. So who takes a game against St Mirren? I know that's not something that Rangers fans might not be thinking about at this moment in time. But I think as a board, you say, right, let's give them these two games and see how the performance are. and on Sunday the 13th of November we then make a decision whether he's the man to take us forward or not
1: uh, Let's bring in Geoffrey who's a Rangers fan Geoffrey, certain phrases get thrown around all the time in football like must win game but is that genuinely the case tonight for you?
8: Um, I would say yes I would say yes with the current situation at Ibrox um, um, I don't know if you're aware that a month ago in the Daily Record there was a there was a piece about the football club, uh, somebody trying to buy shares at Ibrooks and they, she was blocked, and I think there's going to be a court case about it. Um, there's certain board members that don't want the help from people who take Rangers as an interest. Um, And I think this season is an exceptional season because we've tried to cram in so much the Champions League, the League Cup, the League um, within three months, four months before the World Cup, which I don't think should be played. But that's my opinion. Um, If we hadn't had the World Cup, I think we, we might have given Giovanni a bit more of a chance.
1: What do you make of that, Cammie? Sh- what does the scheduling do? Because as Marvin says, all clubs, wherever you are, are going to have a nice four, five-week period to sit and mull things over. What does that mean at Rangers?
3: The schedule was there before the season started. Everyone knew Rangers should have been prepared for um, whether it's a hectic schedule or not. They're um, they they they're a big enough club to prepare, get a squad together that can handle it. Um, Celtic have done that. They, they've got a big squad and they can handle the games that are getting thrown at them. Rangers um obviously haven't done that or have not been able to bring in the players that they wanted to or the quality that they wanted to because it's not been good enough this season the performances haven't been good enough um results haven't been good enough and something for me needs to change it again it can start tonight if they, if they, they get three points and they get a good performance but it needs to be consistent that that's been the problem the They've been grinding it out sort of results and they've had a performance here and there against Aberdeen and they looked as if they'd turn the corner then and give a good performance and then they go and get beat by St Johnstone. And you can't do that. For me, you can't do that when you've got a team like Celtic who are playing so well and, and being so consistent. So, yeah, it, it, it's a big big break for Rangers, big decision for the board. And, and as I said before, for me, it's something the board should be looking at as, is Giovanni, the guy that takes us forward as a football club.
1: What do you think about that Rangers fans? Answer the man 01419511025 Jeffrey, do you fear a defeat tonight or is it one of those where the match day rolls round and all of a sudden your confidence comes back?
8: Well it depends um, how Hearts play tonight because they're getting good results just now I mean I sort of I don't know I fear the worst I fear the worst tonight I feel that Hearts may get a result tonight but it depends who's on the park, who's who's available. I mean, we've got so many injuries. That's why I brought up the subject of um, the match fixtures so yeah.
1: far this season. It is going to be interesting tonight. Hearts have their own injuries as well, Marvin. My goodness, in the, the centre of defence, they've had to really patch up as, a, as Rangers have had. Um, what do you think about tonight and the... You know, maybe the atmosphere or the expectation, the the reaction from the fans. How do you think that will plays into the occasion? Just on one of the points there, uh, before we
2: go into that, like what Jeffrey's made there depends how hearts play. You know, when do you ever hear that Rangers are playing at Ibrox yeah. and you're worried about the opposition and how they play? And that's you know how Jeffrey feels as a, as a fan of the football club. And I think that lets you know kind of the problems that are going on at this moment in time on the pitch. Um, Listen, the atmosphere is going to be fiery because the fans expect a performance. They've not been happy with the way that Rangers have been playing. They lost their last game out against St. Johnson. And the players have to deal with that. You know, when you pull on that strip and you play for Rangers Football Club, you have to deal with that. And you have to go out there and perform. You're expected to win every game you play, whether it's domestically or in the Champions League. We know some games are more difficult than others. But today, they they owe the fans a performance. And if the manager doesn't get a turn out of the players today, then I think he is going to be in big trouble. And you've got one game away to set Mirren before the World Cup. You know, but they have to deal with today's game first And as I said Is a 1-0 win acceptable? Listen Rangers fans will be absolutely buzzing Because it keeps it at 7 points Or they manage to close the gap a little bit on Celtic But they're expecting a performance And these players better not fail them today Because you know, As some of the fans have been saying already you know They're not happy with the way things are going
1: We are going to speak to Richard Who's a Rangers fan very soon indeed Let's get team news from Firth Park cool With Gabriel
5: Yeah, let's start with Celtic. They've made six changes from their 4-2 win over Dundee United at the weekend. Players coming in, Juranovic, Starfelt, Taylor, Moy, Abada... And Kyogo So you'd say this is as close to full strength As Ange Postecoglou can go The team is as follows Joe Hart in goal A back four of Josip Juranovic Cameron carter as Karl Starfeld And Greg Taylor uh, Rayo Hitate Matt O'Reilly And Aaron Moy in midfield With Jota and Leo Labada on the wings Kyogo Furuhashi leads the line On the bench Segrist Jens Yakumakis Haksibanovic Turnbull Albildgard, Maeda Forrest And Ralston. Uh, we've just had the Motherwell team come in as well. Uh, Captain Liam Kelly is in goal. It's a back four of Stephen O'Donnell, Bevis Mugabe, Ricky Lamy, and Matt Penny. In midfield, Sean Goss, Cam Slattery and Bear Splittle. With Cornelius, Stuart McIntyre and Kevin Van Veen up top. On the bench for the Steelmen, Oxborough, Maguire, Solholm, Malt, Morris, Tierney, Shields, Miller and Ferry. Um, for some people, that will be the strongest
1: Celtic team available, won't it? I know some people will argue Abada or Haksavanovic, say, or maybe um, the other one that we mentioned there, like Kyogo or Jackie Macis. But like I say, for some people and probably for a lot of people, that's the top team, isn't it, at the moment?
2: Yeah, yeah, the top team that you you know fit players. Obviously, McGregor, McGregor missing yeah. through injury, but yeah, that would be. And <laughs> what a strong, strong team! You make six changes, and you know, bringing in people like Starfelt and and Kyogo, etc., and Abada coming off the bench. It's it's magnificent. You look at their substitutes bench today as well. And if things aren't going right for Angie's he's not scared to change it. You know, you get to that 60 minute mark and you'll be able to bring on people like Forrest, Hatzabanovic, and Jackamakas. So, listen, that is a very, very strong team. As you said, a lot of people would argue that is the strongest team. And I feel for your mother world tonight, Gordon.
1: Oh, hmm. uh, I'm finding it hard to argue. Uh, you look at the mother team as well. Cami, you know, went to Ten Castle the weekend, lost to 10 men ultimately, you know, showed a bit to get back in. I know there was a lot of clamour for. Louis Moult and Kevin Van Veen to play together that isn't happening Van Veen will start up front you'd have to imagine that's just down to the fact that Louis Moult's maybe not fit enough to to go and do that or is that that the the thought process?
3: (laughs) Yeah again it it, it probably is it's it's going to be a difficult night for for Motherwell no matter what team they put out tonight Um, they know that Selic were probably going to make a lot of changes and bring back their Strongest 11 um, As you've just mentioned there It's it's probably most Celtic fans Strongest 11 that they've got out tonight But it just shows you that the, the, the difference The guys on the bench are so close to the guys that are starting in, in quality wise And in form wise as well And that for me is the difference between Celtic and Rangers at the moment Rangers are struggling for guys With any form on the pitch Never mind on the bench And they're chopping and changing all the time Whereas Celtic as Marv said they're struggling during this game They've got guys that'll come onto that pitch Hit the ground running and can change the game within a second
1: Yeah Celtic fans what do you make of that team Motherwell fans can you do anything tonight Can you cause a massive upset Please do pick up that phone And let us know I can see a Hearts team But I don't think there's a Rangers team Quite yet Mr RFK says Sorry Gordon expecting Celtic to wipe the floor With Motherwell tonight 4-1 <laughs> foot in the gas Not let Rangers breathe Celtic go a few goals up The news hits Ibrooks, Added pressure uh, From the stands Brilliant Thanks for that um, <laughs> Optimistic uh, Outlook I must admit um, Just team... on your
2: point there Gordon Sorry quickly on uh, Lou Moulton and, mm-hmm. and Van Veen I think it's so difficult I know they, they play together you know, Towards know, yeah, end of the game At the weekend But having two strikers Is, is a real yep. tough one Especially against Celtic Yeah
1: uh, yeah, well, maybe a lame old winner off the bench or something else. <laughs> Consolations <laughs> Clutching at straws, I think uh, Still no Rangers team as yet So let's bring in Richard I'm sure he won't mind us interrupting him when we get the team news Richard, just sum up how you feel as a Rangers fan heading into this game tonight
9: uh, Good evening guys um, One of your previous callers uh, commented on The sort of fixture congestion that Rangers face at the moment Um And I I would like to pick up a wee point on that, if you don't mind. Um, The way the the Rangers team is playing so far, you need to go back to the real basics here, and it's fitness. The fitness is not within that team. Yes, maybe the congestion this time is catching up on them, but if you look back to last season, they were playing 120 minutes, near enough week in, week out, in in the European run. And they were still going on to the park and playing some decent football. I mean, they made Celtic look unfit after playing 120 minutes. They played 120 minutes against Celtic and they were still going. They still had that hunger and they were still driving. Granted, they didn't win the league. However, the, the passion, the fitness, and I, I think there was a fair bit of quality within the team. Now, again, looking at basics, that, that team looks unfit. They can't they can't put in the performances and the pressing performances and the, the play if they're unfit. What
3: do you guys think about that? Yeah, Richard, I totally take your point and I, I actually agree with a lot you said. Um, it made me think about last season a lot, um, the amount of minutes they played and w- within quick succession as well. They had huge, huge games, European games, that were that were to get through to the next round and they were going in extra time. And then they had big league games and they were handling it last season. Um, so you, you could be right. They don't look fit. They, there's guys that look very laboured on the pitch at the moment. Um, whether that's they are tired physically and mentally, um, but again, you need to be strong in both areas if you play for Rangers Football Club. That's it. You, there, there's going to be times you're under pressure, um, fans are questioning you, media are questioning you. Need to be, have big, brave shoulders to handle that. And 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 again, I, I would tend to agree that they don't look as fit as they do, did last season.
1: Would you put that down to Richard? I, I can't imagine there's any team anywhere who you know deliberately sets out to do that that would be crazy. Um do you think you know what what does that mean then is the training wrong or the players are so lacking in confidence that they look a bit leggy and they, they look a bit off it how does that happen that you and Cammy and many others share that opinion?
9: Well, I actually listened to a podcast now. I will highlight before I before I bring in this this sort of quote. John Lundstrom's probably one of my favorite players. But he talked about playing under Stephen Gerrard And he said to Paddy the Baddy, He pushed it every single day He was trying to work as hard as he could And impress And he said that he thinks Gio's getting the best out of him That it, he's, he seems to think That he's been a wee bit more relaxed Now, for me All I took from that was You're not trying as hard as you can Now, I don't think for a second That Lundstrom is one of the players Who isn't as trying as hard as he can However, when you when you hear that con- the context of that podcast, then you look at the performances, you look at the players looking a bit leggy, you start to think well maybe they aren't being pushed as hard as they can, one of your pundits Andy Halliday was on another podcast and he was talking about the strictness of Steven Gerrard maybe Geo doesn't have that maybe this team needs to be ruled with an iron fist to get the best out of them and maybe it's a wee bit too relaxed in the Rangers camp at the moment How do you think it
1: wasn't that case last season then, you know why were they looking so fit
9: well, I mean, Geo inherited Gerard's team, didn't he? He he had he had a base, um, and maybe the base was there. Fitness, I'm sure one of your pundits said that maybe last week or maybe earlier on in the week that fitness is gained in pre-season. That's where you put in the hard yards and the hard work, and it's maintained throughout the season. Now, maybe maybe it's not there. Maybe maybe they've not been putting in the hard yards in pre-season. Um, maybe they're not putting in the hard yards in training I, I don't know But the team does not look sharp The team does not look fit They can they can knock a ball about no problem And keep it away from an opponent But they can do nothing with it
1: Marvin you played them at Ibrox a couple of weeks ago Did, did, did they feel like they were as Up and at it As they were last season And if not what's the reasons for that well, well, in that game, I wouldn't have, you
2: know, I'd, I was watching too many other things to know if they were fatiguing. But I've mentioned it before on this show. Um, I think it was a couple of Champions League games, <clears throat> sorry, that I, that I looked at. And I thought after about 30 minutes, Rangers began to struggle. They began to look really, really leggy. And as Richard said, that wasn't something that you could, you know, label Rangers with last season. So whether it's been a change in, in training style, um, you know, if it had been later on in the season, I would have spoke about, you know, our player's fatigue um, I think Jeffrey spoke about the congestion and the amount of games that they've played. Is that partly to do with it? But I, I do agree with Richard. Um, you know, and he's not the first Rangers fan to say it. That at times they have looked really, really leggy against opposition. And yes, technically and tactically, at times, you know, they've been they've been superb, especially technically in terms of keeping the ball. But they don't seem to have that burst at times, and that's what you need. You know, when you're mm. playing at the top, you need that burst. And they seem to be struggling. i going bit. to get
1: your Rangers teams in just a second, Richard. How do you feel overall then? You know, like about tonight, for instance. I'm assuming you expect to win the match. If you don't, what does that mean? If you do, does it start to turn things, or does it just paper over the crack? You know, how do you feel about the big picture at the moment? Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's disappeared right at the crucial (laughs) moment. (laughs) He's gone. Let's bring in Andrew and give us some team news.
4: Yeah, just the one change for Giovanni Van Bronkos from that defeat to St Johnston on Sunday. Out goes Fashion Sakala, who's injured, and in comes Rabi Matondo. So it will be Alan McGregor continuing in goal. The back four, James Tavernier, Leon King, Ben Davies and Borna Barisic. James Sands and John Lundstrom, the two holding midfielders, with Rabi Matondo, Malik Tillman and Ryan Kent in behind Antonio Cholak. The substitutes, McLaughlin, Davis, Camara, Morelos, Wright, McCann, Arfield, Devine and Efeko for... Hearts, two changes for them. George Grant, he's suspended and drops out. Barry Mackay drops to the bench as well. Kai Rolls comes back in as well as Nathaniel Atkinson. I think it will be a change of shape for Hearts, which will also see Andy Halliday move from uh, left-back into midfield in his good goal-scoring form at the moment. So it will be Craig Gordon in goal. For them, the back three Michael Smith, Kai Rolls, and Toby It will be Nathaniel Atkinson and Alex Cochran as the wing backs. Cami Devlin and Andy Halliday, the two central midfielders Josh Ginelli and Robert Snodgrass, supporting Lawrence Shankland. Substitutes Stuart Clark, Kmart Forrest, Mackay, Nielsen, Henderson, Connor Smith, and Pollock. What do you make of that team, Rangers
1: fans? Is that enough to get the business done? How important is tonight? Get all your thoughts in and we'll speak to you next.
0: 0141 951 1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Cami Bell and Marvin Bartley are here. It's at that stage of the night. We're getting the team news in. We're about to speak to Felix, uh, who's a Celtic fan. But quickly, we lost Richard before the break and we've got him back. So, Richard, we were just sort of asking, you know, bigger picture. What, what does tonight mean basically What does a win do What does a defeat do How do you feel overall
9: Apologies for that My like
1: is We've in I've all been um,
9: there I, I think that uh, It would be a bittersweet Whatever, whatever happens I think you needs to go I was going to, I was going to do that One more thing I watched And I watched the managers Sort of Emotions route I don't know if you're ready to do, so I'll be they brought,
1: brought it back just getting the line cleared up see when you turn your phone back on maybe it's just getting the, yeah. the signal it's like you're giving to like that, that. Nokia <laughs> yeah, you <know>, um, <laughs> um, well, Richard he's about to join us again just quickly what did you make of the? Uh, what did you make of that team Marvin
2: I'm, I'm really surprised by there only being one change and you know I'm, I'm, I don't know why but I think you need a reaction you need a reaction and if players are in the team and they're starting week in week out and they're not performing there needs to be a change you know and you've got players on the bench there Arfield Kamara right even you know Morelos you change the shape do something you have to do something for me you can't be at Rangers Football Club lose to St. Johnson and I know you make one change on the back of that that for me isn't sending kind of the right things through the team for them to fear for their places
1: maybe there's an alternative to that though. Okay, I mean the, the names that Marvin mentions as to who could come in. Maybe they're not inspiring a lot of Rangers fans either.
3: They're not, and again, there's no getting away from it. The Rangers find themselves as a as a squad not in form, not as just as a team. I, I think there's players probably in the bench that haven't been given enough opportunities to gain form. Um, but at this moment in time, it's I look at the bench and it's it's, it's not strong. It's not. Guys who you think can come into a team that are in real good form, I'd like to have seen maybe Scott Wright being given an opportunity. Can for me, can do something different. The the guys that have been up for a look at Kent has Kent produced enough? No, not for me. Um, and and they continuously play them. So these guys that are playing are not earning the right to play. And, and as Mal says. Mm. You've got to do something when you get beat by St Johnston. No disrespect to St Johnston, but when you as Rangers Football Club get beat by St Johnston, you expect wholesale changes, and it's not happened tonight. There's been one change, and it's almost saying right that defeat of the weekend was was acceptable from the players. Mm. Um, so I'm a bit surprised.
1: What are you reading to the team tonight, Rangers fans? Let us know. Right, Richard, you're back. Go on, take it away.
9: Right, last try. Eh? Uh, <laughs> right, so what I was going to bring up was the emotion of the manager on the sideline. I watched the Leeds manager, and he looked as if he had a clear plan in his head. He was assertive, and he was sort of... He could just tell that the players were listening to him. The players turned it around. I took a video, and I sent it to my mate, Sir Gio. And he did this thing where he literally took his index finger and pointed it to the sky and put his arms in front of him. And it, it, then, then he did some sort of wavy thing. And I, I honestly... It looked like a deer in the headlights. He looked lost. And I just feel as if he's in too deep. And with the, with the seven points now, the pressure mounting, I feel as if... I actually feel sorry for him because he was a fantastic player at Rangers and, and he seems like a really nice guy. But I just think
1: this is just too much for him at the moment. I think you can turn it round, Cammy?
3: I think it's going to be very difficult. I think a lot of Rangers fans have already made... Uh, their voices heard, um, and I've made their opinion on Gio and and his his time at the club. Um, listen, I I don't I don't think being really emotional on the sideline wins you games and or loses your games. <sighs> look at the other side of the city, and Ange Postacoglu is very calm on the side, but looks as if his players have got a clear instruction, understand what is expected of them. When I look at Gio and Rangers. I don't think the players understand mm-hmm. the way that they're, they're, they're producing, need to produce a performance to win the game of football.
1: Thank you, Richard. We appreciate your commitment to the cause. That was Richard and Stevenson. Nice to speak to you. What about Felix, who's a Celtic fan in Cumbernauld? What are you thinking ahead of tonight's game, Richard? Uh, Felix, sorry.
10: Hi, boys. So uh, ahead of tonight, um, I actually think Celtic could pretty much win the league tonight. So wow. the 9th but... of November. 9th of November, so we're uh, 7 points clear, we're actually 10 points better off than we were last season after 13 games then uh, after that last season we only went on to drop 8 points after that, so we're, we're seven ahead just now, I just think if uh, old firm drop any points against Hearts tonight that's it, I just don't think there's any, any coming back uh, n- 9 points, goal difference as well, so Celtic would have to have a major collapse just to lose the league so I think if they drop any points tonight that's
1: it well there's different categories here Marvin (laughs) there are those who don't think the league's Mm -hmm. over yet there are those who maybe secretly do but won't say it out loud then you've got Felix he's doing both
2: I love his confidence (laughs) absolutely brilliant I disagree with him Um, obviously I think a lot of people will with it being so early I think Felix I think you have to listen to Andrew's words and he says we need two big wins you know to round off before the World Cup um and he knows how important it is you know nothing's won or lost in November you know you've still got Rangers to play three more times after this you know there's a lot of football to be played between now and the end of the season also I would agree with you in terms of it puts you in an extremely strong position um, I think the break will do you boys extremely well as well and I think you'll come out you know all guns blazing after that but you know I, I don't think you'll win the league regardless of what happens today but um, I do hope you get a win against Gordon's mother. I'll give you that thanks
1: for that um <laughs> I mean, Félix-Ange Postacoglu wouldn't entertain that type of discussion, would he? Granted, he won't be listening because he'll be in the dressing room, but I mean, he won't be getting carried away. You, you, you are a little bit, I'm sure you would
10: admit. Well, well, Postacoglu co- uh, concentrates on Celtic, and that's all he concentrates on. But when you look at the other side of the, the city, Rangers aren't actually any worse than they were last season. They're as bad as they were last season in the league. They're actually only one point worse Worse off than they were last season So mm-hmm. when you take that into account They're pretty much the same standing in the league So I think there's been a, a few things like that That haven't been mentioned There's been injuries mentioned For the other side of the city as well But the thing is They've got no depth And you look at Celtic's bench tonight Seagrest, Yens, Yakimakis, Haxbanovic Turnbull, Forrest, Ralston We could bring anything on Still win the game we're, we're happy enough We've got a strong team I, I don't think there's any way back for them
1: it's, the, it's one of the earliest we've ever gone <laughs> in Even by this show's wacky standards The 9th of November is quite something
3: Yeah, I, I absolutely disagree that The league isn't isn't won um, and, and even if, if Rangers do drop points and Celtic win tonight I, I still don't think the league's um, won tonight for Celtic It's going to be extremely difficult for Rangers going forward But yeah, there's still so much football to go There's old form games um, And again if Rangers were to, to move on and change manager, does that bring a new bounce in and, and, and can they do it consistently in the second sort of part of the season? So there's so much football to do. Certainly would be in a great position, but no, no chances of League One.
1: Thanks, Felix. Enjoy the game. Hopefully not too much. <laughs> beat the pundit
0: with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, The thescottishson.co.uk/slash football.
1: Marvin Bartley, beat last week. Hopeless he was. If you want to try and compound his misery, now is the time to call 01419511025 and your chance to beat the pundit is next.
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025. Play One Super Scoreboard.
1: Marvin Bartley and Cami Bell are here 01419511025 or Twitter at ClydeSSB and building up to some big games tonight so keep your thoughts coming we just gave you the teams so Rangers fans, Celtic fans, Motherwell Hearts what do you make of those? Rangers fans, how big is tonight? there's obviously been a lot said this week so how big is tonight? give us your thoughts on the overall picture and if you want to move away from the games specifically we can hear from Stevie Clark he's disappointed Celtic won't release players for the friendly Uh, That's coming up next week. So give us all your thoughts on that or anything else, and we'll do this first whilst you get your calls in.
0: Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish football.
1: Right, beat the pundit time. Marvin Bartley spent the last five minutes during the news just picking over his disappointing performance (laughs) and defeat last week. Uh, Let's see what's going to happen tonight with Darren in Drumchapel. Hi, Darren alright how's it going you're a Rangers man Darren what's more chance of winning Rangers victory tonight or you unbeat the pundit
2: that's happened last time and I'm going to say no comment (laughs) right fine that's
1: absolutely doesn't sound confident does it it's always good when they learn to keep the cards close to the chest last night the caller came on we did the questions I said how do you think it went he said I think I've won and he hadn't no. <laughs> and you can imagine how Gordon Gill took that yep. um, when it turned out that he was the one who was victorious in the end so uh, heads it will be Cammy Bell tails Marvin Bartley and it is tails She's oh, oh, back in the saddle let's see how I'll he I'll beat Darren tonight. doesn't sound confident at all he said that last week and no, you lost no,
2: Darren sounds different, you're nervous Darren aren't you? Don't worry mate, the whole
1: nation's listening (laughs) pal (laughs) Darren's got 15 people behind him helping him, giving him the answers Anyway let's give Marvin some Clyde 2 to listen to so that he can hear what's going on in here Uh, You'll know the drill I'm sure Darren having heard it before many times 30 seconds, answer as many as you can and feel free to pass if you do not know, Okay. Yep. Right let's go 30 seconds on the clock And it starts now Who was the last player To wear number 9 For the Scotland men's team uh, Dikes What was the score The last time Rangers Played Hearts uh, 4-0 Who was the last team Celtic beat In the Champions League Group stages uh, Ajax Which team won The most Scottish league titles In the naughties uh, Rangers Which country Was Simon Murray Playing in Before he signed For Queen's Park Oh uh, uh... Qatar Who's the Scotland Men's team Playing next week Uh, Turkey Stephen Fletcher Joined Dundee United In the summer After leaving Which English club Uh, Sheffield Wednesday Okay let's bring back Marvin Can you hear us Yep Same set of questions Ready Yep 30 seconds Time starts now Who is the last player To wear number 9 For the Scotland Men's team Dykes What was the score The last time Rangers played Hearts 4-0 Who was the last team Celtic beat In the Champions League Group stages and elect. Which team won the most Scottish league titles in the noughties? Celtic. Which country was Simon Murray playing in before he signed for Queen's Park? South Africa. Who is Scotland men's national team playing next week? Turkey. Stephen Fletcher joined Dundee United in the summer after leaving which English club? Sheffield Wednesday. Mm, too what you, easy! What are you thinking, Darren? <laughs> I think he's he's edged it <laughs> oh, no. well, he's out. You better hope not Diamond one Diamond oh. Muddy one I think Well Is he a former teammate of yours? Yeah he's not. How, actually, how's he got on doesn't... this show man oh, I hope he's not sigh. listening Sorry, man. Come on Nobody Jason ha- ha-
3: Pigeons That's what he
1: does <laughs> We had him on the phone From this country When he was over there Really? Yeah Anyway We'll get back to him Lyndon Dykes Sworn number 9 You both got it Well done uh, Rangers Hearts Last time was 4-0 Both got it Well done mm the last team Celtic beat In the Champions League group stages It is Anderlecht oh, that's I'm a afraid good, Darren yeah, Do you know what yeah. Darren though I think there's something in Ajax Was Ajax the last home Yeah the last when home When Tassi yeah. Oh unlucky Anderlecht is was the way. It was Anderlecht I'm yeah. just trying I'm three trying two. to give it to Darren good mile, three I'm trying two. my best to give it to him <laughs> Do you want the honest answer here I There was another question in there That you I, missed No I took it out Because I thought We made so much of it last time the reason you lost your unbeaten run because there was a question about Ivan Golak, remember? Yeah. And randomly there was another question about Ivan Golak and I thought, I'm having another question about Ivan Golak for you, so just, anyway. I knew the answer Um, as well. (laughs) Which team won the most Scottish League title of the naughties I'm afraid that was wishful thinking. Darren, Rangers won four. Celtic won six. Unlucky Darren. What's that? Two behind. <sighs> four-two. might get back into it, Darren. Simon Murray playing in ah. South Africa. Oh, uh, get that one four, more, Darren? Slipping away, <laughs> oh. Darren. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, I'm leaving you behind, pal. <laughs> <sighs> 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 Darren, you weren't done there, though. You knew Turkey, but unfortunately, yep. so did Marvin. So you're on three. He's on six. <laughs> Just stop it. And I was getting all set I was getting ready to put you through the ringer To see if you would get the 10 Because once everyone gets all the, all the questions right They qualify to go and try and get 10 But you, like Darren said Sheffield Wednesday When so it was Stoke sun- City oh, oh, no. For Stephen Ooh. Fletcher Ooh. Oh. Well let's give Darren two was, points yeah. for that He still lost by one Darren, Cheers. I thought you were alright But you met I'm saying this through gritted teeth You met a man in form Unlucky, Darren Ah, uh, Nah, it was well, well played Good man, yeah. Darren Take yep. care, Darren. Darren from Drumchapel. Same time tomorrow. He's delighted to that. Isn't good he? performance, well, yeah. man. I'm,
2: I'm mm. impressed by that. I was sweating a lot, but <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah Fletcher
2: one. I should have done. Still done better with
1: that. Yeah. And I, I actually personally thought really good that you managed to get a win on what is, we can announce it now exclusively, your last ever Clyde One Super Scoreboard <laughs> because um, there have been calls this week from a manager in the Premiership for you to give up punditry. Um, and I wonder how it went last night, did you and Jim Goodwin. Did you share a glass of red after the game? You called his player a diver on TV, or words to that effect, and he took issue with it, said the coaches shouldn't be pundits Yeah, uh, defend yourself.
2: Well, yeah. Listen, I got asked a question about him. I said, yeah, he, I thought he went down easily, but I didn't see Jim yesterday. He was suspended, um, so I didn't get to actually see him yesterday, before or after the game. It's a big
1: listener. You could send a message.
2: Oh, yeah. If you want. No. One thing that is interesting is that Jim said, you know, people who are employed by other teams shouldn't be pundits. But I remember we played against Celtic at Livingston, and guess who was the pundit? Jim Goodwin. So, very, very interesting. You know, it was a week before we played them. 2020 it was, before we played them in the semi-final of the Cup. You know, I looked looked over, because I wasn't playing that game. I was being rested. I looked and I saw him, you know. Give him a little wave, and then all of a sudden... And was he employed at this point? Well, he's the St Mirren manager. Was he? Yeah. Mm, So, maybe he can call in and... (laughs) You know, he, basically, he set it up for me to go and be a pundit because I saw Jim doing. I thought, do you know what, Jim, that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> <You're cheeky. laughs> that's what Sarcastic,
3: Isn't he? I thought he was going to give a big heartfelt apology. Nah, not from Marv Listen, you're allowed your opinion, Marv That's it.
2: Yeah, to be fair, he, he did say that. He did say, listen, I respect his opinion, and listen, Jim's always been magnificent, but uh, I just think he forgot that he did punditry, etc., and
1: that was all. Just trying to make a living, aren't you? Yeah, yeah exactly. Trying to make ends meet. These <laughs> these things happen, right? Anyway, we've not heard the end of it. Jim, give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be Are class. You two going toe-to-toe. Yeah. Who'd your money be on? <sighs> Cammy.
3: No, it depends. If, if Marv is working out, then I think... Ah, I'm in I mean, my prime. Yeah, you're, you're looking yeah, I've well. You have been me. working hard recently, I've noticed yeah, that exactly. in the gym. Yeah, Been on the air bike and stuff. Experience, have
1: Good one, you're an experienced campaigner. That's true. Yeah. A bit more.
3: A few red cards in his time.
1: Like, don't be fooled by that sort of... Cause he's got that kind of gentle silver fox look now, but I mean... Yeah. Back, back before...
2: We actually anyway. played against him Yeah But we were opposite ends Both holding midfielders Neither of us could move So it
1: just did <laughs> Both glad about kicking, <laughs> kicking everyone else <laughs> Anything Right <laughs> Anyway uh, At Clyde SSB On Twitter If you would prefer uh, You can phone us Of course We we prefer that Stephen Daly's Just flagged something up for me And I'm glad he did Calvin Ramsey Starting for Liverpool tonight In the Scotland squad today No Celtic players in it Not being released For the friendly What do you make of it um, And 16 year old Ben Doak On the bench So They're playing a cup game Against Derby they have rotated the squad kami um, but nevertheless great to see the,
3: the young men on there Yeah, Calvin Ramsey, yeah it's been a dream move for him, again obviously he had his injury to start with, um, but again you look at Liverpool, have took their time with him um, made sure he was over his injury completely um, and, and developed him he's got his debut in the Champions League so you couldn't ask for anything more um, and he looks as if he's settling into that club fantastically, it's great to see him get a start tonight and yeah, it's brilliant for Scottish football that you've got guys like that um, going down to the Premier League and, and making an impact at a, a huge club.
1: Ben Doak seems to be absolutely tearing it up. Marvin, now, of course, we for a long time, we know that the, the next step is the most cru- crucial for us. We've had quite a few 16 and 17 year olds that look good, and then it's that next bit. But is it one of the elite clubs in the world and seems to be doing all the right things?
2: So, fingers crossed. Most definitely, um, you know I think he's going to go on to be a, a fantastic player. You don't want to be, put too much pressure on such a young man, but he decided to make the kind of the big move down the road very early in his career, and he's backed himself. and You know he's rewarded with a place on the bench today. And like you said, you label a lot of young players as good players, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But to be at his age and to be on the bench of Liverpool Football Club, you know that is absolutely magnificent. and You know, again, Ramsey starting as well. Brilliant. As Cami said, it's fantastic for Scottish football and long may it continue.
1: Right, 01419511025. We gave you the teams uh, before the break. In fact, Andrew, why don't you just recap uh, those teams for us quickly from Ibrox if you can?
4: Yeah, for Rangers, it's Alan McGregor in goal. The back four, James Tavernier, Leon King, Ben Davies and Borna Barisic. James Sands and John Lundstrom, the holding midfielders. Rabbi Matondo, Malik Tillman and Ryan Kent in behind Antonio Cholak. That is just one change from the defeat to St. Johnson at the weekend. Sorry for Hearts Two changes Grant and Mackay Drop out Rolls and Atkinson Come in A 3-5-2 for them A change of shape It's Craig Gordon in goal The back three Michael Smith Kai Rolls And Toby Sibig It's Nathaniel Atkinson And Alex Cochran The wing backs The midfield three Andy Halliday Cammie Devlin And Robert Snodgrass Josh Janelli Supporting Lauren Shankland Up top
1: Uh, Right let's bring in Craig Who's a Rangers fan From Falkirk What do you make of that team Tonight Craig?
11: Uh, A bit disappointing Just echoing what uh, Marvin said I expected maybe or four changes and possibly even changing the formation that just seems to be the same players week in, week out same formation just uh, what do you guys think?
1: I mean Cammy, you, you've you got a bit of a counter to that though you, you know put that back on Craig and, and ask who then who yeah
3: again again, what would you change Craig is it? Is, I know there is certain personnels that I look at that probably haven't been given a, a real good opportunity to gain any form this season um, but who on the bench do, do you th- I look at the bench and I think the bench is quite weak um, I know there's injuries but again, every club's carrying injuries at this point in the season and I just look at the Rangers bench and it's quite uninspiring of what you could make a huge change in the team I, I do get it, I think there should be changes but what would you change, Craig?
11: Um, well, I do, well, my tondo's coming in I do think uh, that's a, a change I think the, the guy needs a run of games I know he's been in and out and, He's not really delivered, so I do think he needs run any games. I would possibly bring back in Davis or a Kamara, um, and I would actually I'd take the young boy uh, King out. I do think he, you know, the last couple of games he's been a wee bit ropey. He's a young boy, He probably needs a wee break. Wouldn't do any any harm taking him out. Maybe putting Sands back, bringing Davis in or Kamara in there with him and possibly Barrios. I know. Listen, he's he's probably not been up to speed. His his fitness levels are, are a massive issue, and possibly
1: bring him in. Yeah. Do you think it's at the stage, Craig? Then, where you actually just want to see something change? You know, but let's let's assume it can't get much lower than than Sunday in the eyes of the Rangers fans. Would you, you just want to see something something different? A sign that there's an attempt being made to mix things up. Yeah, just, just a team playing on the front foot the intensity a wee bit more just, like I
11: said just a little bit more attacking it just seems to be the, the same old same old. the tempo's slow on the ball I think they could be working a lot harder off the ball uh, it's just ah, you, you look across the city and they can bring out two or three players and, uh, and bring in two or three and it's the exact same it doesn't change much whereas we, we, we're we struggling here. I don't think the subs uh, inspire me uh, so I uh,
1: it's, yeah. it's been a tough watch. I mean Marvin, Celtic only have McCarthy and McGregor injured at the moment. They've got a, a fairly clean bill of health. Rangers don't have as many players available as they would want. To then sort of contradict that though, I'm sure Robbie Nielsen, who's in the visiting dugout tonight, is saying, oh, hold on a minute, I've had to play a back four with no centre backs in it for quite a number of weeks now and you know, we've had injury problems, we've been playing in Europe, and of course we don't have the same budget as Rangers do, so you can always sort of it your own your own way. Exactly that,
2: I think that's the nail on the head, that, you know, every team has injuries and you're unlucky to pick them up or whatever else, but, you know, I'll go back to the point I, I made earlier, I think a change of shape and a change of personnel, if you can't change it within, you know, the 4-3-3, then change the shape, and I just wrote down a team here which involves a few changes, so it was King, Sands, Davis at the back, Tavernier right wing back, Barisic left wing back, and then Kamara and Davis kind of as a two, Arfield or Lundstrom off those two, and then Morelos and Cholak up front. And yes, it's a change of formation. Yes, there's two strikers on the pitch, but I think something needs to change. They need a spark from somewhere. And if it's pairing those two up front together that gives it to you, then that's the route you have to go down. I
1: mean, Cammy, I don't know if there's something else in this. I don't know what the, you know, the personal relationship's like or whatever, but I noticed some Rangers fans on Twitter yesterday a bit frustrated at the fact that Alex Lowry's fit. But he's n- he's not in the squad. He went and played with the twenties last night. In fact, I think he missed a penalty on a development team. Yep. Um, and yeah, Giovanni Van Bronkers was asked about him. Is he fit? And he said, "Oh, he's fit, but he's not in the 20s You know, the players who are in the twenty deserve to be there, and a lot of Rangers fans do are they? thinking, "Surely can do they? Yeah, do, can- they? Can do you they, find they? deserve a place to be there?
3: They've just been beat by St Johnson For me, that's not good enough. So they don't deserve to be there. And if Alex Lowry is now fit and match ready." Um, he should be in the squad at least. He's he's a talented player. He brings that little bit of spark. He's he's something different. The fans would be excited by him by seeing a homegrown player getting on the pitch and and trying the the again the games we have seen Alex Lowry on the pitch. He he gives everything for for the cause and he's also a talented talented footballer. But again, going back to one point that um, questioning whether Morelos's fitness is is there at the moment. It should be. He's he's been back in the squad for. A month, five weeks now? If he's not fit enough, listen, he might not be match fit enough If he's not fit enough to play for Rangers at the moment There's big question marks over the staff at the club And saying what what he's doing it Shouldn't take that long to get him up to speed So that he's fit enough to play football um, And I would agree with Marv that Why not? Try the two up front, why not?
1: Yeah, I mean Craig, I think one of the previous callers Was of the, the view that really a, a win tonight Doesn't change much He doesn't think that, you know, it the long term future involves Giovanni Van Bronkers basically would you go as far as that or can he start to turn things around
11: I think even if he wants these um, two games I just think it's paper and over crack I think it's a big factor is the style of play what we're seeing uh, with the Rangers uh, you know it's, it's it's been a bit of slog for the, for the fans and just is just another uh, point I want to raise is, you know, Van Bronckhorst, obviously Dutch, Mackay Dutch, and McBung and Voss, assistant manager from uh, the Ajax, youth you set up. I've been quite surprised how there's not been a like a young Dutch sign in or they've looked at in that market in the Dutch league. Uh, what do you guys think on that?
3: Yeah, again there is a, I've I've heard that one a lot. Um question marks whether how much control Giovanni's got over um transfers coming into the to the club. I believe they've got. I know they've got a strong recruitment department, um, and they have been building that over the years. And listen, there's huge question marks over that at the moment because it doesn't seem to have brought in a successful amount of players recently. Um, I think a lot of the players they've signed are for the future and are younger guys. But listen, we're we're here in the moment, and, and Rangers need to produce in the moment. So. Yeah I'm, I'm a little bit surprised There hasn't been anyone from, from Holland Coming over um, Especially younger guys And I'm sure that them guys that you've just mentioned Will know the whole youth system very very well mm,
1: Thank you Craig 01419511025 We've still got last night's games to look back on I'm sure Marvin will have a thing or two to say We've still got <laughs> other games tonight to focus on More from Celtic and Motherwell More from Rangers and Hearts And Stevie Clark as well There's a lot happening, stay tuned <laughs>
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Marvin Bartley and Cami Bell are here. They're about to be joined on the line by Michael, who's been hanging on patiently. Let me quickly set up tonight's teaser for you. I'll just give you some time to think about it. I won't even take any answers, so we can move on with some more calls. Stephen Macara says, Can you name since 2005 12 players... Have been capped by an African nation Whilst at Rangers Since 2005 12 players capped by an African nation Whilst at Rangers I'll leave that with you I'll give you some thinking time Let's bring in uh, Michael Who is a Motherwell fan What are you thinking tonight Michael? It's a pretty grim record Can you find any optimism? Yeah well uh, It's me and my wee boy who's 9 It's his birthday So we're taking him to his first big game Motherwell versus Celtic What's his name? Finley, Brilliant Finlay Well happy birthday Hopefully your team Doesn't ruin it for you um, Where are you getting The confidence from Michael Because it's um, Celtic pretty formidable Motherwell not on a great run Well he's been on a, He's been our good luck charm Every time we've seen Motherwell They've one, So we're hoping It keeps on tonight Good Is he there Is he brave enough To come on the phone yeah, he's wanting to ask the pundits a question Come on, Finlay, let's hear it Happy birthday, by the way
0: What do you think the Motherwell score is going to be?
1: Mm, go on then, give Finley a prediction for his birthday Give him one that he wants to hear, Marvin 6-0 Celtic <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Come on, Finlay, tell him he's talking rubbish 1-0 <laughs> Well, there we go That's that's a bit more like it Who's your favourite player, Finlay? Yeah,
10: Van Veen to score first ah,
1: He's got to be everybody's favourite now, doesn't he? Kevin Van Veen Oh, he's uh, you thought he was a Celtic <laughs> fan, Marvin? Six
2: nil, Motherwell. <laughs> Sorry,
1: lad. Um, uh, you know what, Cammy? It's it, it is. Uh, I love Finley's youthful optimism, and yep. Michael's talking about the good good luck charm. Um, the Thing about Fir Park at the moment, as well, is you know everyone makes a a big deal like how good the pitch is and, and so games. on, yep. and it's it's just such a such a nice footballing environment for Celtic to come and stroll in. You know, it doesn't. Without the surface, doesn't it's not like the same menace as that AstroTurf I, nonsense that I, Marvin plays
3: I, on. Listen, I remember playing at Motherwell when it was the beach, basically. Oh, and they, oh it was well, horrendous. Was there was sand all over the pitch, and I think
1: laid like just the 18-yard box, yes. on one strip of it. And I played
3: know. in a game in that, and, and again, I remember. Again, if Motherwell had that pitch tonight, I think they would be in for a right good chance of getting <laughs> a result. But uh, you're right; It is a lovely pitch mm-hmm. at the moment. It's going to be a tough night, but you, you listen—you never know. I don't feel. It's Mirren's no that
1: gives you hope isn't yeah. it? That And there's
3: no pressure on, on Motherwell They'll be going into this it's, it's a free hit for them because they're not expected To take in, if they can get a draw Then it's a, it's a really good result for them
1: Michael, you and Finlay both still big Stevie Hamill Fans, you think he's the man to Take it forward?
3: Well we hope so,
1: um, we're both quite new To supporting Motherwell So this is really our first full season So we enjoying it so far. Oh, Michael, you've got no idea what's in store. Strap yourselves in; <laughs> it's an absolute roller coaster. Thank you uh, to Michael and Happy Birthday again to Finlay. Um, on one hand, I get that logic, Marvin. Obviously, that no pressure if you like. It's Celtic come there; everyone expects them to win. From my own personal glass half-empty view, I'm looking at Ross County digging out two really good victories in the space of a couple of days. Dare I say it? I look at your Livingston team digging out two really good victories in the space of a couple of days. You look at St. John'son going and beating Rangers and getting three points that you otherwise wouldn't maybe expect them to get. Um, there are a couple of teams in that bottom six that need to get their act together, and Motherwell would be one of them. It just so happens that doing that against Celtic stuff.
2: Yeah, extremely tough, and you know you couldn't get a tougher opponent. You know, it only gets worse if you're going to Celtic Park, but. As you said, you know, no game in this league for whoever you are is classed as a free hit. Um, yes, Motherwell will know the pressure is not on them. It's, it's all on Celtic. But you know, there's no doubt about it. Players raise their game when they're playing against Celtic and Rangers. And, and that's what Stevie Hamill will be hoping for from his players today. And by the way, if Celtic aren't at it, Motherwell do have players, especially in Van Veen, who can punish them at the other end. So it's not a foregone conclusion as much as I joke about it that you know, Celtic going to run away and, and win this game easily. They're in for a, a tough game tonight, and if Motherwell can perform and get a little bit of luck along the way, they can get a positive I suppose, result.
1: I mean, that cup game, though, summed up the size of the, the task, Cammy, where Motherwell were <laughs> all right at yep. times and, and, yep. and sort of brave enough, you know, and try, tried to press Celtic, and you lose 4-0. So, you know, sort of echoes of what we talk about then when our team's going to... High-level European competition like Celtic and Rangers, you know what?
3: What do you do? You need to find the the Celtic on and off day, and again, yeah. I, I would look at Saturday. They weren't at their best at Celtic Park against mm-hmm. United, so you can take a little bit of hope that they've conceded two goals, so they they are a little bit vulnerable at the back. But you, we know how many goals they can score. But listen, Motherwell or any team need to find Celtic on a day off. Um, and and then that team needs to Motherwell need to perform to their maximum Tonight to get anything out of the game
1: Yeah I suppose even the game at Celtic Park It wasn't vintage Celtic and that was the one that Callum McGregor took one for the team and got
3: sent off Yeah and I, they've had sticky periods This season I said that before in the show That Celtic have had sticky periods but what they've done Is they've still won the game And, and that's been the difference whereas Rangers have had Again they've not been performing But they, they're, they're also dropping points As well and yeah, listen. I can't see anything. I'm, I'm afraid, but a Celtic win tonight because I know that Ange Postacogo is fo- focusing on these two games going into the break.
1: He just gave Finley the birthday prediction. Yeah, and Finley's all... still listening, and now he nah, thinks right. Cammy Bell's a liar. Um, um,
3: I'm in hope. What
1: is? Uh, I mean, what's that? My arithmetic's not been my strong point. Three and a half goals a game is that with the the average Marvin <laughs> yep. in the league?
2: Hopefully, they hit those heights again today. If you're a neutral,
1: it's not bad, is it? Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sensing much neutrality for me, I must admit. And funnily enough, talking about the bottom six, you don't need to concern yourselves. You're in the heady heights of the European places, up to fourth now. How important was last night?
2: Extremely important. Um, you know, we knew it was going to be a tough game, but we also knew Aberdeen's away record wasn't the greatest. Um, so if we could take advantage of that and get on level points with them, then, you know, one more game before kind of the World Cup break. But the boys are fantastic. You know, I know it's an old cliche when you, you hear this, you know, game of two halves, but. I think first half our football was fantastic, especially for 35 minutes of that. And in the second half Aberdeen totally dominated the game. Um, you know, it's kind of backs against the wall, but the boys defended extremely well, um, put their bodies on the line, and they showed a different side to them. And you know, said to them today, if you can deal with that, because you're not always going to perform well. So it's about when you're not performing well, you know, getting something out of games and to do that against the third best team in the country at this moment in time, you know, is absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah, and you're level on points with them uh, in third place. Um, the stats tell you, now it's a small sample size, but the stats tell you the number of penalties being given in the Scottish Premiership has skyrocketed since the introduction of VAR. Clearly the handball ones are, are playing a major part in that. Three last night in one game. How, how do you sum up your feelings on that? Because ultimately, if they're the right call, they're the right call. And, and that, that's what VAR's for. How many, how many penalties are we going to have by the end of the season?
2: Well, that's the problem with the current rules. and you know, I kind of said this the other day after speaking about the um, the Dundee United penalty against Celtic. With the rules the way they are, these are penalties. You know, I don't agree with the rules, but these are the rules at this moment in time. And in yesterday's game, there was three penalties. Jack Fitzwaters was probably the harshest one, but Scott Barron's probably got you know Connor Barron, S- Connor Barron sorry, Scott Scott Barron. Connor Barron's got somewhere to go and say you know he's trying to protect his face. Holtie's one is probably the most obvious one, but the rules the way they are at this moment in time you know i feel for the referees and, and whoever's in the var because you know they have to go to the letter of the law and that's why you're getting so many penalties but hopefully they can change it but i'm not sure if you can do that mid-season
1: well it's, it's, of course you can cause, i mean it's an ifab thing you know that the rules aren't made by us mm-hmm. um, and I, I must admit i'm looking at I, i've referenced this a few times on the show sorry it sounds like a broken record but you look at the one given against Matt O'Reilly against real madrid you look at the one given against Conor goldson um, I think there was one very similar to Bernabeu's in La Liga on Saturday night It mm-hmm. does seem to be kind of across the board, Cammie But the thats are eye-watering Andrew McLean's just sent me them to remind me Pre-VAR, 63 Premiership games, 17 penalties awarded Since VAR, 20 Premiership games, 13 penalties awarded
3: Wow yeah,
1: I mean, for you who likes to save three penalties in one game, you'd be delighted. It's easy, yeah. <laughs> but um, seriously, what, what's that number going to look like by the end of the season, or are we in some sort of freak run?
3: I don't think we're in a freak run. I think that's the way that's going to be going on uh, until they change the rules or or um, say that all these decisions aren't penalties. And yeah, it, it's such a difficult one because VR's obviously got the opportunity to to look at absolutely everything, any penalty penalty box incident, and in, and in the they're slowing it down And for me There's there's a lot of penalties at the moment As you've just stated I didn't realise it was that many already um, And they're proven to be big moments in the game So it just shows you that I think we're going to have to accept That going forward that's the way we're going to be um, And previously obviously Referees have got a lot of decisions mm. wrong obviously Two
1: former highbies in the studio as well Tonight A bit of concern about your old club Great win for Ross County by the way Well done to them But what's happening? Yeah they're in a bit of a sticky
2: patch at this moment in time and you know we've been talking about performances and uh, the Hibs fans haven't been happy with with a few performances of recent but I think they've lost five out of their last six um, so it's it's been it's been a tough tough ride for them and you know their way to Kilmarnock uh, before the break and then you look at the next four games coming back they, they play Rangers they play ourselves at Livingston they play Celtic then they play Hearts so you know, a lot of money's been invested in that squad. Um, I know there's a lot of young players within it, but a lot of money's been invested, and Lee Johnson will be the first to come out and say, you know, they've not been hitting the heights that have expected of them. And, you know, it was weird, because I watched the highlights yesterday, and for the first time in a long time, Easter Road looked relatively empty, um, and that's not a good sign going forward. So something needs to change, you know, they need to pick up some points, starting on Saturday, and then come back from the World Cup break, uh, hitting the ground running.
3: Yeah, again I agree that they've not been putting their performances in even when they went that sort of four game where they won four games in a row I don't think they were performing at the highest heights they can and producing the football that the fans are wanting over at Easter Road so yes, it's going to be I think Saturday's a big game for them because they really need to take points from that but then you flip that and Kilmarnock need to take points they need to start picking up points as well so they're all becoming big games at the moment
1: Oh that's huge, absolutely huge I don't think there's any uh, doubt but that, Dundee United, Kilmarnock, Dundee <laughs> United, some good news for the, the likes of Dylan Levitt, he's off to the World Cup with Wales, it's been announced uh, today, but that is a massive game tonight, it is, well it's 12th against 11th, and particularly for Dundee United, the chance to go level uh, with Kilmarnock, let's get a preview with Dave Galloway
7: It's a massive match here, Gordon, as the bottom two go head-to-head. A home win would see Dundee United draw level on points with their visitors. But should Kilmarnock triumph, the Tangerines would be cast six points adrift at the foot of the table. United have lost the last four games on the bounce, including a League Cup loss at Rugby Park. And Killy have suffered two successive defeats. A victory is desperately needed by both teams, so something... Has got to give, and both teams I can tell you ring the changes. United make three Graham, Middleton, and Levitt in for McMahon, Harks, and Sybil. So it's Birigiti in goals, a back three of Smith, Edwards, and Graham. Midfield Freeman, Levitt, June, Middleton, and Behitch, with McGrath playing off Fletcher in attack. The Dundee United subs this evening Ericsson, McMahon. Niskanen, Pollitt, Sybold, Mikkelsen, Anaku, Harks, and Watt. Four changes for Kilmarnock, the men coming in Mayo, Alston, McKinroy, and Dodge dropping out of the starting lineup Stokes, Power, McKenzie, and Cameron. So it's hemming in goals across the back, Alibiosu, Taylor, Wright, and Mayo. McKinroy and Donnelly, the sitters with Armstrong, Alston, and Jones farther forward. Doige is the main man up top. These subs for Killy, Walker, Dorset, Power, Mackenzie, Shaw, Murray, Cameron, Wales and Polworth. And your match referee here at Tannadice Stadium, it's Grant Irvin. Huge
1: game that. Don't forget the Battle of the Saints as well. St Mirren up against St Johnston. St Mirren will be looking... To get some wins on the board and St. Johnston, well, flying high after that victory against Rangers uh, at the weekend. Quickly, then, since 2005, 12 players capped by an African nation whilst at Rangers. What are you giving me? Sakala? Yep. Zambia? Aribo? Yep. Nigeria?
3: And this one's,
2: rant. is it Koulibaly? Oh, well
1: I like that. From, do you remember?
2: No, but There's I know, M- we looked Mali. him up the other day well because done. we're yep. playing against him in Turkey. Sadiq, the striker from Roma? Uh he's not on the list. Did Basi? Yep,
1: Nigeria as well.
2: Dodo, 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 what
1: was it? Joe name? Dodo, no.
2: Perfect. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm well we're done. Yeah,
1: okay, we'll, we'll get the rest and we'll go back to Fur Park and Ibrooks next.
0: Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Marvin Bartley and Cammie Bell are here. Two big kickoffs uh, that we've been featuring. There's four big games tonight. Let's go back to Fur Park firstly and speak to Gabriel.
5: Yeah, thanks, Gordon. The teams have just emerged out of the tunnel here at Fur Park. I'll run through the teams again. Let's start with the hosts. They make three changes from the weekend. In goal, it's Liam Kelly, Stephen O'Donnell, Bevis Mugabe, Ricky Lammy and Matt Penny are the back four. Carl Slattery and Sean Goss are in midfield with Dean Cornelius, Blair Spittel and Stuart McKinsey in front of them. Kevin Van Veen leads the line as ever. There's more changes for the league leaders. Celtic seven points clear at the top of the table they make six changes. It's Joe Hart in goal. Josip Juranovic, Cameron Carter, Vickers Carl Stahlfeldt and Greg Taylor on the back four. Matt O'Reilly, Rayo Hatate and Aaron Moy are in midfield with Jota, Leo Abada and Kyogo Furuhashi up top. kick is just one minute away and referee is Willie Colum.
1: Uh, yes, minute silence underway at Ibrox uh, as part of the remembrance, I noticed that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and John Gregg laying a wreath outside Ibrox, uh, so a minute silence at the moment, go back to Andrew McLean very soon indeed and get a final build up to that one, any chance of the steel men causing an upset then? No, you're not having it are you? No. Nah. Oh, okay, the and enthusiasm just dripping off He's not listening anymore, not you listening anymore fine no, not from you either, great probably. thanks a lot. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> No, no, I don't think so. Uh, we'll see. I'll tell you what. A fair amount of pyrotechnics being let off in the away end at Celtic oh, Par- uh, Park. My goodness, that's uh, more than I've seen in a in a while. I think a uh, uh, a Premiership wow. match.
3: You can tell it's been uh, bonfire night recently. Yeah, it's
1: what's left over. Yeah, uh, yeah certainly the. South Stand as it used to be known there Right that's us let's go back to Ibrooks, So we're not interrupting anything Andrew McLean
4: Yeah the minute silence here is done Lest we forget card display In the stand across from me Members of the armed forces in attendance As well but when it comes to the football It is a massive 90 minutes for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst he says he hasn't been living in a basement he's well aware of the mounting pressure and the opinion of many fans that it's time for change in the dugout after a string of poor results and uninspiring performances but he's still here, he's confident he can turn things around and surely nothing less than three points is good enough tonight, the board aren't ready to act yet, they're letting Van Bronckhorst get on with it and you'd think ideally they'd want to keep him in place until at least the start of the World Cup break but would their hand be forced if they don't pick up maximum points tonight it was a similar situation a week and a half ago when Aberdeen came here, they scored first and you really felt it was about to get toxic in here but Rangers managed to turn it round then, they won comfortably in the end but since then another Champions League defeat, then that 2-1 loss to St Johnston on Sunday, the pressure is mounting with every passing game with every passing day for the Rangers manager and in the words of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst himself, the only way to get out of it is by winning football matches We'll see if they can do it tonight We're underway at Ibrox
1: Yeah, it sounds like the backings there Certainly Cammy, right now uh, mm. The task for these players Giovanni van Bronckhorst has picked Is do not give that crowd any reason To get angry early on
3: Yeah, and, and again it's, uh, it's all about how Rangers start the game The fans will stick with them Of course they will They're, they're there to support the team and the club um, They want the, the team to win the game tonight but they're they're looking for a performance tonight as well because that's what's been lacking. Um obviously the points are, are really important tonight, but the performance is just as important. Um they need to start the game mm. well or that crowd can turn pretty quickly.
1: What do you think, Paul, who's on the line? I feel like a few weeks ago we were we were saying, you know, Rangers need a performance and the points. Has it got so bad that tonight it really has to be just points first and deal with everything else down the line?
3: Uh, I, I I suppose
12: I'm I'm probably going to be a bit disgruntled. I suppose at the end <laughs> it's going to sound quite negative, but you know, for as much as we're we're only seven points behind Celtic and I hear all this, you well, know, we're, we're, we're only a quarter of the way into the season. I'm, I just don't see the performances getting better. To be honest, I just I looked at the team tonight and I just thought, oh, here we go again. It's just a failed formation. It's a four-two-three-one. Lundström and uh, Sands. I don't know how Sands getting a game again. I don't know how Arfield's in the bench. I put Arfield on there. I don't know why we're sitting with two people sitting back in midfield. If that's what he's doing with with Lundström and um Sands holding back. I mean, why can we not put two up front and just mix things up? That, you know, he's talking about that, but mixing things up. Why? Why is he just doing the same field formation again and again and again? And just a wee thing I found out. Well. I suppose through the find, I know he's like a wee bit of gossip A wee bit of rumour
9: Love it.
12: What, what I'm hearing From um, Someone quite Predominant in the radio And whatnot Is Again through the find. What I'm hearing is that Rangers fans are going to have to Start themselves in For a hell of a season Because apparently From what I'm hearing is The directors aren't going to Invest in the team um, From Broadcast It's basically a sitting duck um, And the directors Are, are basically wanting money back To stop 10 in a row they got 55 titles Which they're always think fantastic they did that the safe Rangers, but if they're not willing to invest, then that'll be proving the transfer window if we don't buy anyone in January. Um, and again, it's just going for loan moves or whatever. Then I think that's poofing the pudding that the you know you're determining your, your chairman and that one out of the club. Um, and you what if they want out, they need to get out quick then because watching that team's just it's just not right. It's just
2: something not ticking.
12: So I have
1: just wanted someone prominent in the radio it wasn't Hugh Kevans that told you that was it <laughs>
2: that's who I thought of
1: <laughs> surely not um, just quick, there was a big chance for Motherwell Van Veen went round the keeper then hit the post I think that's possibly one that would have been pulled back offside VAR anyway yeah um, the referee
2: did give a goal kick though which did surprise me looking at it back maybe
1: Carter Vickers just keeps him onside so if that is if that would have stayed onside, then you can never tell because it doesn't get reviewed because it wasn't a goal. That is a massive chance for Motherwell uh, early on. Uh, Cami, you can hear the frustration in Paul. I don't know about what Hugh Keaven's has told him about investors <laughs> or, or whatever, but um, it doesn't feel like he, he's saying. You know, he just doesn't see how it gets better. You know, it might the injuries might help, and, and this might help, and that might help, but Paul just can't can't picture it at the moment.
3: Yeah, again, I feel this frustration. The for me, there needs to be investment in January. I feel as if they've stood still for a little period of time, and and they've bought players that, as I said before, are probably for two and three years to come. They've not bought a lot of players at the moment, or brought a lot of players to the club that are um, for the here and now. Um, so there needs to be investment. The the and the guys at the top, and listen, they have done well, and they've brought the club back to where it should be. Um, they're back in the Champions League But they need—they can't stand still They need to keep moving forward And for me if the guys aren't willing to invest Then obviously they should be looking For other investors to come in And support the club And people, there's people out there Who would love to be involved with Rangers um, And invest in the club going forward So there, there definitely needs to be investment And every Rangers fan can see that
2: Do you think about investment Cammy, That a fully fit Rangers squad that they have now Can't compete with Celtic?
3: Um. I think Celtic have a stronger squad and a, with better quality players at the moment. Um, again, the recruitment hasn't been the best. There's no getting away from that. For Rangers, the guys that have brought in haven't hit the ground running. But yeah, there, there definitely is a is a gap between the two squads at the moment. What do you think,
1: Paul? If everyone was fit, I mean, ov- obviously it would make a difference. It, it would have to. How, how much of a difference? Would it make enough of a difference for you? Um.
12: Maybe domestically, but I, I think there's a lot of guys in there who are a bit. Don't I say dead wood? I mean, I think they should just be moving on. Like, I think Kamara wants away. I think Ryan Jack is injury prone. Um, as much like a good player of him and whatnot, but I just think he certain pitches he plays on, he just can't cope. I don't know if it's a knee issue or whatever. Um, I just think there's a lot of just a lot of people need to. I think they need a clear out. If, I, if I'm being honest with you, I think winners, for instance. I mean, the professionals in your Cammy, and Marvin all know better than me, but I would, I would think that Wonders have got a shelf life, to be honest. I think Ryan Kent's had his shelf life. I think the guy's just a one-trick pony there now. Um, players are sussing him out, what he does. It frustrates me, well, he doesn't take so many shots on either. He, he, he takes him on, then goes back again. Um, I think Baris needs to move on. But listen, all these guys did... No, that did me as a Rangers fan really proud. They got us to a Euro League final. I mean, for as much as Celtic have got a, good, a decent squad around, they went on and dominated Scottish football when Rangers were down the bottom, we we got to a, Euro, a European final. Celtic didn't during that year, so the dominance drove. So I've done the club proud, but I think there's time for it. definitely successful and in Definitely successful.
1: Well, it was all Rangers at the start of the game. Hearts have had a big opportunity you could say it was a long ball it put Janelli through one on one Alan McGregor rushed out to the edge of his box he had to get it right at the edge of the box to block the effort and he did so it was all Rangers there was a bit more of an encouragement uh, there but I suppose that shows you um, what can happen Hearts are obviously a decent side as well and again Cami, if you're learning lessons from the weekend dominance and I put that in inverted commas which doesn't work on radio um, we were sort of I mean, Rangers were dominant in a sense against St. John'son, but what you know, what you're doing with it, are you, are you properly dominant.
3: Yeah, and again, it's all about um, creating clear-cut chances. It's not just half chances and shots on target. It's all about cl- creating them chances that for me are goal-scoring opportunities. Um, and Rangers haven't been doing that enough. Um, so that's that's the difference. And, and when they do get in them positions tonight, they need to take their chances. They need to make sure they're really clinical, because again, if you miss. Two or three of them chances tonight I feel as if the fans Will start to get frustrated And the groans Will come from the The crowd mm.
1: Okay let's Just quickly Do, do say the Rangers going to win tonight For you two I think so Yeah, yeah I, yeah. Think, I, they I, I think
3: they win tonight as well Yeah. All
1: right, okay right You've got a few more On this teaser 12 players capped By an African nation Whilst at Rangers And so five Moshni <laughs> Moshni well done um Begera, well done Luko a Luko well done Okay that's what, seven? Oh dear, five still to get. That's not great, is it? Only mm-hmm. a lot of time. I'm gonna need battery with clues. There's one who was mem- an Algerian member of the 2008. He started in-, in Manchester, actually. started the game.
3: Come on, Cammy. I know, I know, I know.
1: Brahim Hemdani. Hemdani, yes. Oh, you know, after he said it. Oh, one of those. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Well Mark Wilson's pal. That's all I'm gonna say absolutely ragdolled Mark Wilson up and down the touchline in an old firm game which gets brought up many times on here he's from Gabon <laughs> no? Oh, no you two need all sorts no, of help no it's here. Cammy
3: uh, listen this is a, a tough question so your aunt
1: your auntie and your uncle's children what are they to you
3: my what
2: Aren't cousins
1: oh yeah da- what Dan- Daniel Cousin I'll Never mind, am saying yeah but help. not guessing the name. what about last season there was another one that you've missed you've got Bassey you've got a Rebo centre back oh
2: i gone to QPR join Cammy
1: you two are oh no hopeless. don't don't say his hurry name up. hurry up Balligan. Ba- <laughs> there we go Leon Baligan <laughs> <laughs> Cammy <laughs> <two are laughs> you, you two hand, two hand your
0: rubbish. feet over to me Cammy because I'm saying well, us I'm today I'm putting out
1: Hamid Namuchi and Bongani Zungu listen that's a that's a tough question Zungu I know that one, I know that name. Okay, oh, I, you do know. <laughs> no goals yet in our featured matches. We'll look back on it all tomorrow And Callum Gallagher is up next.